Oh, welcome to the Dad Code Podcast, where real dads come for real talk and no BS. We are your hosts, Blake Melton and Bradley Newberry. Good afternoon, Bradley. Good afternoon, Blake. Quick shout out to the Siete family of foods. Look at Love that swag, shirt. man. Love the shirt. Man, that's, yeah. a, that's a good color on you. Yes, Good sir. color on you. I don't know what color to call it. I mean, <laughs> gray, dark gray, blue. Yeah, I'm terrible. Sorry. Hey, just I got nothing. Whatever me. makes the eyes pop. Oh, it's popping. All right. It's popping. Popping and popping. Well, guess what else is popping? We welcome all of you to the Dad Co. Presents, the podcast number nine. We're here. Number nine. Number nine is fine. I let the people know what we have on the show today. Yep, so uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, I believe we're talking about chores today, Newberry. You know, oh, did, no. What, what kind of chores we did when we were younger? Do we make our kids do chores now? And if we don't, why not? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot, know. To, lot to unpack here, I have a feeling. Is that going to make for a good dad? I, I, am I trying to be my daughter and son's friend, know. or am I, I going to be a bad guy? I don't know. I don't know that that makes you a bad dad, but I guess we'll Oof. we'll unpack that. Ooh, boy! In addition to the the chores conversation, we'll have another noob's knowledge, yeah. another round of the food court, mm-hmm. and of course, our ever famous hot sauce review. Boom! But first, Blake's blast. Let me tell you what burns my biscuits. It's the parents of bad and unruly kids. It's because of you that your kids are this way. Let there be no doubt. It is because you have been unable to get your child's attention and teach them manners. That I have to deal with a strange child coming into my house to visit my son and having some sort of mental breakdown whilst playing Super Smash Bros because his Megazord shot another one up the ass or something he didn't mean to. And the best part is, you're not here to deal with it. You're not here. So I, Daddy, don't worry. Daddy's going to take care of it. I'm the one that has to deal with it. I have to deal with the whining, the crying, the BS. All while you're off eating birthday cake elsewhere. Parents, this is my message to you. Control your kids. Teach them to behave. That way, when you drop Beelzebub off to play with my son, I don't have to go ape shit on a six-year-old. This was a dad rant. Wow. Well, this week's Blake's Blast was brought to you by Sonic. Um, All week is Shark Week on the Discovery Channel and Discovery Plus. Boom. And at Sonic this week, for $2.99, you can join them for their slush of the week. The Shark Week slush. Wow. It says, Shark Week fanatics, this one is for you. Dive into Shark Week and enjoy a blue coconut slush. With layer of real strawberries, then topped with two shark gummies. <laughs> Limited time only. 
Shark Week is now streaming live on Discovery Plus and Discovery. Sonic. Okay. Sponsoring this week's Blake's Blast. Give me that blast. <laughs> that blast on your ass. Oof. All right. Well, dropping kids off while they go have fun. I'm glad you got to experience that. Yeah, I'm glad somebody's having fun. We won't go into naming names. We won't go into anything like that. <laughs> we will just merely name your child Beelzebub. All right. I can just look into the camera and say, I'm not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Someone oh, else grief. out there. And, and if it is you, if you happen upon this video, we invite you to hit subscribe, like, Absolutely. Dislike. Join the conversation. to say. Join the conversation. Hey, if you want to talk about, oh, it's ADD and ADD, ADHD, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Whatever. I'll have a conversation with you. Come on the show. We'll talk about it. Mm. I'm down. Send me some emails. The Podcast at gmail.com. Check it. You can blow us up on Twitter. The underscore dad underscore code. Even Instagram. The Podcast. Just mm. saying. Facebook, the dad coach. Sounds like I may need to be the uh, referee. No. Nah, I'll look, sit man, right in between. Look, it, it, in, all, in all seriousness, we're, we're, we're having a little bit of fun uh, at your expense, but uh, I do think it's a valuable lesson for everybody to learn, but uh, we'll go into that in more depth another day. I'd argue maybe this parent had fun at your expense. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mm. All right. Well, I heard... That you wanted to talk about chores today. Oh, yeah. My favorite. Chores. But, um... Why don't you, why don't you start me off with some know, truth first? I'm going to give some truth, Sarah. Give me some truth. Give me some some some. My knowledge. weekly definition. There you go. Chores. Defined by the regular routine task or daily light work necessary in the household, workplace, or other place. They are typically boring unpleasant and sometimes not even important goodness gracious that's a very long-winded definition yeah god a lot of descriptive words there yeah boring i'm trying to paint the picture for all of you out there in podcast land yeah yeah but uh, we yeah. appreciate you taking the time to hit play and download Absolutely. the podcast Thank and you. hey while we're at it hey everybody just stop right now <laughs> just go ahead and right down there at the bottom hit the little red subscribe thing right there Click that notification bell. Go ahead. Helps us out. Leave us a like, too. Tell us some of your least favorite chores. Yeah. None of us like them. We're about to get into that, I'm sure. Really? None of us like them. Tell us no. Tell us some of the crazy chores that you had to do. Absolutely. Come on. All right. So, Newberry's, Newberry, Newberry is uh, directing the ship today. So, I, what, what are we going to start with here? You started giving well, it. So we've, we got, got we've defined it here. All right. So, so now. We got the definition of chores. Mm-hmm. I'd like to just start, uh, what are some of the chores or a chore mm -hmm. that you remember as a child, not yet as the parent handing mm -hmm. them out, but any standout for you? Yeah. You so I had, I had a few. I didn't, I admittedly, I didn't have a ton of, sh of chores that I would do. But at least I didn't think they were at the time. Nowadays, I bet if I asked my son to do this stuff, he, he might think that I, I'm torturing him. But vacuuming, I actually didn't mind vacuuming. I thought it was actually kind of cool. I, I don't can know still why. tolerate vacuuming today. 
you know, I don't have a lot of carpet in my house, so I don't get to do a lot of vacuuming. I kind of, I, I don't know if it's kind of, um, it's almost like mowing because you, you can kind of make the you. stripes. You. you can make the stripes with the yes, with the vacuum, and I think I kind of enjoyed that. Um, and it was also something that I felt like I could do pretty fast. So vacuuming was a big one for me. Um, cleaning my room. I mean, mm. that that's a big one that applies to just about every age. Vacuuming might be a little bit later in life for some kids, but... Um, uh, so yeah, cleaning my room, which entailed making my bed, uh, as well as getting garbage and laundry out and in, into their proper area. Um, I did not do my own laundry when I was young. I did not. Um, I also, but another chore I did, uh, I mowed the grass. I was the one that mowed mm-hmm. the grass. My, you know, grew up with a single mom. Uh, in particular, when we got the riding lawnmower, the new riding lawnmower, we, I was like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> that was fun. I'm cutting the grass. How many <laughs> times a week can I cut the grass? Volunteer. That was fun time. Yeah. And finally, my mom was like, do you have to mow the grass three times a week? And I'm like, do you want to have a nice lawn or not? Oh, so, wow. So yeah, those are the big ones for me. I mean, occasionally I would take out the garbage. I mean, me and my mom had a, a policy with that that, I mean... If the grass, if the garbage is full, just take it out real quick. I mean, it doesn't seem like rocket science there. No. But, I mean, I mean, it's defined as light, necessary work that's needed around mm-hmm. the household. I yeah. Mean. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else kind of mundane tasks that I, I mean, that was really it for me. I mean, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't do a ton of chores, but that maybe that's probably more than I make my son do. But we'll get into that. In Did a you bit. have any chores, like in the sports world, like high school? Did you have like a task that you had to do? So that was the really high, the, the farther up in in athletics you get, the better your facilities, the places mm-hmm. that you play in practice get. And the more responsibility you get as players to take care of those facilities. So, you know, like, for example, I played at a pretty high-level high school program in the area, and we had an indoor hitting facility before most schools did at the time. And it was expected of us that we would keep that place clean. We actually vacuumed the turf in in there. We we had to make sure that all the balls were picked up. Mm. Um and just all the nets were, were just so, and they weren't all tangled up and, you know, doors were locked. Everything was just in order because I mean, it was a sense, it was a sense of pride. It was, That's right. it was something that we, we could say we, we were proud of that, that we had. Taking that ownership. Yeah, exactly. Of, Cause of we, what's provided to you. We realized that it wasn't, it was something that most places didn't mm-hmm. have at the time. And, and, you know, even after we would play a game, we were expected to, if you were the first baseman, you were expected to rake first base and to get first base and plug the hole. At your home. And you were expected to uh, push broom the dirt off of the edge of the grass so that the lip didn't build up. Catchers were expected to, to rake home plate. Pitchers were expected to rake the mound, the mound. Yeah. And so on and so forth. And, you know, there were there was... In that in that essence, I mean, there's there's always, 
the, it seems like every microcosm you go to, it's almost like you have some sort of responsibilities, mm -hmm. chores, if you will. So, I even remember um, the primary school that you and I went to. We, we were randomly selected at times to do the chore of cleanup. Yeah. yeah. After lunch. Wash, wash, pick up. Wash, wash, pick up. Yep. They Watch really, out. They, they pushed us from, oh, yeah, that's a Diet Coke. Mm. Sorry. You're welcome. Sorry. Wash, wash, pick up. Yeah, wash, uh, wash, pick we up. We also yeah. had the uh, the stoplight. If it got to red, Damn. that means there's too much noise detected. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how. That science behind that. At that time? Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. Do you really think that that thing was picking up accurate levels of decibels? I'm pretty sure one of the lunch ladies had a controller of some sort and could manipulate what color showed up. Well, there were times that I was like, you know, the reason that's going off is because y'all are yelling yeah, at that's to, be, true. to be quiet. Hey, sit down over there. Folks! <laughs> Can't you hear the alarm going off? Stop touching his pizza. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Give me those french fries. But yeah, just chores and every little thing that we do. Um, some of the chores I remember, I remember... You know, from the sports perspective, I played first base and pitcher. Um, I had to take that ownership of the mound. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm raking. Yeah. I want that thing nice, soft, to the liking of yeah, me and exactly. my feet. First you want base. it the way you want it. And and that that's the ownership part that's that right. you're talking about. First base, the same thing. You know, rake it. Make it smooth. Yeah. You want, you want good hops. The way that I you know? the way that I want it. And not only that, you want it to look good, too, at right? the same time. You're talking about the nets. We had those. Mm -hmm. um, my high school at that time didn't have the same facilities as Blake's. But, uh, man, my high school's really grown up now. But, yeah, uh, they're, it's pretty impressive. Right? Pretty impressive. But it's just that uh, coaches and leadership of the schools are passing down these chores to us to, I believe, give us that mm – -hmm as kids, you know, give us that mm -hmm. ownership. And, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's that whole, you know, coaching, even when they don't know mm -hmm. you're coaching them, yep. you know, they're teaching you a lesson and you don't even realize it. That's good. Those are the best. They absolutely Those are, are I mean, the best. And that's the stuff you carry with you. In yep. my opinion, you it's, don't even realize nah, it. Nah. Yeah. Some of, realize yeah. It. some of the ones at the house are very similar. Um, yeah. I mean, even mowing. to this day, I can't stand the drop off from my from my uh, driveway down to my yard. It's about mm. a four inch drop off. It drives me crazy. I want to get you out there with some red up. clay and level that shit. Yeah. And I probably will, by the way. <laughs> uh -oh. But just because it, I'm, uh -oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. And I got a lot of ledge that I got to mm. level out. So, right. but anyways, I mean, like we said, I mean, that's that's those lessons are the ones you carry with you. Pretty much your entire life, yeah, man. As a result of that habit that's being formed, yeah. those good, solid habits. Yeah, in the home, I had the, uh, the mowing. Yeah, I had the, uh, let's empty the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. You know, let's instill upon me and my brother of how to correctly put away the dishes. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, little yeah, organization yeah. skills, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, and uh, me and my mom would tag team that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I didn't ever do that. I just. Yeah. Again, some of this stuff I just didn't think about. It, it was just right. stuff we did. Yeah, yeah. That's you what. Know? 
That's pretty healthy, though. If yeah. you're just doing them second nature, you don't yeah. think of it as a negative. No. Just like when we talked about budget in a previous episode, mm-hmm. I believe podcast three, the, the word chore does not have to be negative. No. It comes across as negative because by definition, it's boring. People perceive it as not important at that the time. It's so weird that the definition says boring. <laughs> that is so perceived weird. Perceived as boring or unimportant. Jeez. But uh, but at the top of the definition, it's I see the word necessary. Unless yeah. you just want to live in trash well, or whatever. If you want to live the opposite way, it's fine. Sorry, I'm unnecessarily doing this. It was bothering me for some reason. But, uh, but uh, yeah, well, that's the thing. I a lot of people probably, does it say that you may think it's unnecessary or that it, they may seem unnecessary? Yeah, the regular routine task or daily light work necessary in the household, workplace, or other place. Yeah. Generally perceived as boring, unpleasant, not important. So there you go. Perceived as not Correct. important. That's like the person that's been tasked with the chore. They, they're thinking of anything else to do other than what's necessary. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, though it may seem mm-hmm. not important at the time, oftentimes those are the things that later in life you'll probably end up taking for granted. Like the ability to clean up after yourself. Mm-hmm. The ability to function or functionally use the vacuum you know to fold your own clothes to mow your grass i mean though they there will come a time for all of us where we will not be able to mow our grass and i can tell you right now that'll be a sad day for me because i think that that's a a task that is that i deem necessary um to take care of the plot of land that I have pledged responsibility to myself and my family. So, I mean, it's, it's those, those things that, that you don't realize that you're doing these things for a reason that, that it's, that it's, it's, it really is building character. It really mm-hmm. is. You don't re- again, it's one of those lessons. You don't realize that you're teaching your kids responsibility to take care of things that you're taking care of others when you do the same thing and that you're showing pride in where you live and what you, what you're, how you go about your day. So let's tie it back to what you just said. Cause I was going to pose the question and I may have hinted at it earlier as parents. Is it important that our kids have chores now? You've, you've made it seem kind of important with what you just said with giving them the task making them take the ownership, have some pride in what's going on here. So as parents, is it important that we have a chore, multiple chores? Is it a thing of the past? Are chores gone? I, I personally think that it is important uh, to have chores. Um, now, the debate, I think, is really about how much and how soon do we give those chores? Because I don't know that... I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if there's a wrong answer. Uh, my philosophy is you start with one. I've probably said the keep it simple, stupid method mm-hmm. before. Uh, keep it simple. Let's start with one, mm-hmm. and then we'll build upon that. But form, uh, I guess start, form some yeah. habits, and then build upon those good yeah. habits maybe. Let's build one. Let's yeah, I like one. that. I like that. What, what would you say would be a good maybe first chore for 
a four-year-old kid, five-year-old kid. Let's start with pick up your toys. Daddy doesn't want to step on them. Nope. Especially Legos. Mm -mm. Not Uh, up in here. Just pick them up. And I'm not talking about picking up. Daddy has to pick them up, they're going in the garbage. Yeah, picking up doesn't mean you scoot them under the couch, which is convenient. Yeah. Picking them up doesn't mean you throw them in the closet. And they're still on the floor in the closet. No, no. Uh, picking so, them up doesn't mean you go yeah. to your sister for help. Yeah. Like I want you. It's to your pick responsibilities. Up your yeah. It's your responsibility. And what you said earlier about about putting dishes away. I mean, you're teaching your kids organizational Correct. skills there. Yeah. Not only responsibility for their toys, you're teaching them how to organize. And how to do it correctly, because honestly, they'll, they'll probably need some help. Because like like Brad said to me, the, the first thing they're going to want to do is just take his stuff and just kind of... Push it aside. Yeah. Sweep it under the couch or under the bed or something like that. And uh, honestly, some of that you may not ever be able to get away with, or, or get away from, rather. You know, it'll, there's a certain level of that, I guess, will always happen. But the major- I would say the majority of what you want to see is I want to see you picking up what I bought you. Mm-hmm. Or someone else bought you as a gift for you to play with. And I want you to care about it enough to be able to put it away correctly and nicely and be able to enjoy it later yeah. without it being broken because somebody stepped on it. So here's the ultimate strategy, ladies and gentlemen. I think you start with one. Yep. And then building off of what Blake said, what I want to see is I want to see it graduate into the child is proactively doing it without mom and daddy telling him to. Yeah. Because then, then is when the child has realized true ownership. He's just doing it without me talking about it. Yeah. And that's what you want. That's what we want. You want, you want your kids to be able to think for themselves that this is something that needs to be accomplished because what you don't want is for your kids to end up being reactive about stuff that, Oh, somebody's coming over. We got to clean fast. (laughs) And, you know, those are their valuable lessons in that because yeah. now they've, they've got to learn that, well, if you just clean up a little bit every day, you don't have to clean up so much whenever somebody comes over. So yeah. I found um, online at MomentumLife.com seven important reasons why kids should have chores. Number one, chores teach life skills. We've touched on that. Yeah. Number two, chores help kids Learn responsibility and self-reliance. We've talked about that. Yeah. Take some responsibility for it. Yeah. Number three, chores help teach teamwork. I experienced that with my brother. We both experienced that with sports growing up. Yeah, absolutely. It brings you, you get guys more together. done faster, more efficiently whenever everybody participates, yeah. you know. Chores help reinforce respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Sorry, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Chores help build a stronger work ethic, which definitely you need. Yeah. You will need later in life. Yeah. We'll talk about yeah. work ethic and how you are in the workplace versus having a piece of paper. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because of, exactly. I mean, because it, it, yeah, don't you get me started on education right now? <laughs> Not today, Newberry. It's coming soon. Yes, it is. Uh, I don't know if I can hold back any longer, but um. The what were we even saying? We're talking about a stronger work ethic. Work ethic. That work ethic part of this, in my opinion, 
is one of the most invaluable things that you can teach your kids because I mean, it, if you're able to instill in them early that yeah, there's stuff I may not want to do, but I know I got to do it, and I know why I have to do it. That there's a there is a legitimate purpose behind it. That dad's just not being a dick. He just wants you to. Okay, I'll just say it. I don't want you to be the kid that no one wants to come over to your house because it, you know, you have shit all over your room and three week old pizza sitting on the desk and, you know, dirty underwear from three weeks ago. I mean, you ever think, you know, do they ever think about that? I mean, I don't want that for my son. I don't want, I want him to be the, the nasty room kid, you know? And it's perfectly fine to remember to tell them the why behind it. If you get yeah. that pushback about, oh no, why are you being mean to me? Why are you making me do this and that? Give them the why. Give yeah, the kids why, yeah. why it's important to hey, do this chore. By the way, the first answer to that, the why, is because I said so, <laughs> number one. Daddy said Daddy so. said is is really all that you really should have to mm. say. But mm. yeah, then you can go into all the other stuff that of why and what it's going to benefit them for. But I mean, number one, Daddy said so. That's mm. it. That We don't want to end up with Beelzebub showing their face. All right. Well, let me get number six. Chores help improve planning and time management skills. Oh, boy. Wow. I like that a I, lot. Uh, you can definitely take those two to the bank for later in life. Absolutely. When those kids, when we are applying for jobs, when we're actively working with jobs. Yep. What are my bosses looking at? Am I there? Do I show up on time? Am I am I where where I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed to be? Yeah, it equals to reliable. Yeah, these are the tasks that are assigned to you, and do you get them done in a satisfactory fashion? Which includes, do you do them on time? Do you show up and do them? Yeah, again, nowhere in there did it say diploma, but we'll again we'll get to that later. He's tempting me. I'm telling you. He's tempting. Be me. punctual. We might have to have a two-hour podcast <laughs> on that one. Wow. All right. And finally, number seven. Remember, MomentumLife.com. Number seven. Chores give families a chance to bond. How about that? I would, you know, I they think can. that there's, that's, that's part of that team thing. Teamwork. You know, if you work together towards a single goal, whether it's doing dishes, whether it's, you know, folding a mountain of laundry... Or whatever, you know, doing, pulling weeds or laying mulch or whatever. Everybody kind of feels a little bit more, even though, you know, if it's brother or sister or whatever, and you don't want to like hug on each other or whatever, but but it's kind of like, yeah, everybody's looking at each other like, yeah, yeah, we, we kicked this yeah. thing's ass. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure you probably experienced some of that with your brothers growing up doing chores because I'm sure that y'all had to do some tandem chore Oh yeah, work all the time. It's just a lot. It goes a lot faster with with the teamwork. Yeah, two's quicker yeah. than one. And what happens? What happened when one brother said, "I don't want to do it"? Well, then the, the other, other one didn't want to do it either. That's, that's what Most I'm saying. Now, now, like, hey, that's not it. fair. He ain't doing nothing. Exactly. The other brothers felt let down, and they felt like, well, then why do I have to nope. do it? And then where does that fall back on to the parents? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mainly the mother. Just kidding. Just and what, kidding. And what might that lead to? That might lead to the parents over time just saying, just forget it. I'll just yeah. do it. I'll just do it my way. Just forget it. 
Yeah. And then all is lost at that point. I'd say so. <laughs> I mean, that's how you. I want to do it my some, way. That's this how you end up with a bunch of kids laying down on the interstate when they don't get. To, uh, never mind. I won't go into that. Mm. Won't go into that. I didn't well, do it. I've got a question to let you think about before we head into noobs' knowledge. Okay. Is it right to pay your children for doing chores? But first, noobs' knowledge. I don't know much, but I did find this out during my research. Here's a chore that no one really wants to have. How about the cleanup crew for Neyland Stadium after football games? Wow, you're going there. A thankless chore <clears throat> cleaning up after all those dirty, nasty, oh, rocky top fans are spitting their tobacco. Sick them, boys. Spitting tobacco while watching UL Lafayette score 17 points unnecessarily mm. against an SEC defense. That UT somehow wins 28-17. But I digress. This process, believe it or not, can last up to four days of cleaning up Neyland Stadium. Estimated between two tons and sometimes over 12 tons of trash, depending on the game. It's a lot of garbage. And we're just talking about the garbage. We're not talking about past coaches, Jeez. past players. Wow. <laughs> past administration. I'm just talking about tobacco, beer cans, unauthorized beer cans back in the day. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, two, two tons to 12 tons of trash, man. Just, just be thankful. This isn't your chore or job for that matter. This was Noob's Knowledge. Okay, that was that's that. A, es that escalated quickly. That's a lot of trash, man. That I'm glad my household didn't produce two to twelve tons of trash a week. Wow. Anytime I can tie it back to UT, I bet, I bet the UT kids did their chores though. I bet they weren't paid for their for their chores. I bet the Florida kids were. All right. So we'll we'll talk about this because I think that you and I, I'm guessing, educated guess that we grew up on different sides of this answer. Is it correct? Is that the right thing to do to pay a child for a chore, or if it's paid for by the parent, does that then become a job? What are your thoughts? I'm going to go with negative. I am not about paying kids to do chores because um, I think if you're going to pay your child to do something, it should be something that is above what is expected of them. And I would dare to say that the chores that we're really talking about, that's just what, what we expect to live. You know, that was that's why I was... When I was describing the, the chores that I did, I had a hard time, you know, recalling a lot of them because I mean, it, 
it wasn't something that I I, I did where I would, I would think that, oh, I, got, I need 40 bucks. I got to go take the garbage out or whatever. I mean, whatever ridiculous amount you want to place on each individual chore. I don't think that it's a good idea to establish that those tasks are above and beyond what you expect of them. I think if you expect them to do it, then that's just what we do. That's the the price of admission, so they say. Now, once again, if you live in an area or a, a property that has a bunch of trees and there's you know a shit ton of leaves or whatever out there, and you your son wants to make some more money, you can say, hey, look. If you'll go get all those leaves, rake them up, and put them out there by the by the road. I mean, that that to me, that's something that's above and beyond. Shoveling it's not a sh- normal weekly no, task. Shoveling snow. Yeah, not a normal whatever. Task. You know, um, because what you don't want to do is you don't want to. You know, I'm hearkening back to our podcast about entitled kids. You don't want to create a kid that thinks they're entitled to money just because they did their laundry. Mm-hmm. Because they washed their own underwear. Because they threw garbage away. You know, I mean, maintaining your 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 home, your area, your your property, that is not above and beyond. And and I think that really you should only be paying kids whenever they do something extraordinary in your eyes. I'd rather you pay your kids for getting all A's. I would. Because I mean, to me that is they, that is a greater that's yeah. a that's achievement. I think you pay for achievement. You're paying for merit. Mm-hmm. You know, not just because you, you know, picked up dog uh, shit. Or taking ownership like in their scholastics. I'm taking ownership yeah. in that report card. Yeah. Um, before I give you my answer of how Brandon and I were raised in that topic, mm-hmm. do you believe? that an allowance you know how some parents will yep. give a an allowance to sure. their children is that a form of paying your child to do chores no or can we separate it i think it is separate if if you're if you're giving someone an allowance it's because you're not going to be there to pay for something for them you give you give a, a twelve year old money because they're gonna be at school at some point and they're gonna want to get buy something to eat. So to me, that's separate. I feel you. You know because because what, if you're calling it paying them for chores, that's called a salary. That's not paying them for chores. You're giving them money, a set amount of money, and. They're just expected to do this other stuff. Well, I mean, that you're creating good little factory workers right there, which there is nothing wrong with working in a factory. A lot of factory workers make a lot more money than I do. So I'm not, I'm just saying that you're, you're teaching them to, you know, to not strive to do better. Look, I personally think they are separate as well. I think whenever you instill an allowance, the strategy should be teaching your children about managing money. Boom. That is exactly what I was about to say. But I'll say this from what Brandon and I experienced growing up. We were given an allowance, weekly allowance. And with that allowance 
we were expected to do the chores. So they kind of, it was two separate things, but they tied it back to, we expect you to do the chores, which in my mind now as a parent, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like the idea of paying my child for something that they should have been doing anyway. Keep them separated. I totally Keep them agree. separated, you know. Totally agree. But I... we were. We were paid for, it was technically an allowance. But from the outsider looking in, is like, you're getting paid to do what? Well, you're that's getting the paid thing. to put away a dish? Well, I mean, like, well, what it is, is it's a convenient time to try to say, you know, to try to hold leverage. Like money's not free, yeah. so yeah. you do something to earn this allowance. Yeah, well, and there, that's that's where I think that it just has to start earlier. I think if it starts earlier, and you know, my 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 six year old or seven, how old is my brain? Seven year old, my seven. <laughs> where do the years go? I don't know. Like I still think my yeah. son's five, but I know. God, but my seven. my son doesn't really have any concept of money. I mean, you know, my my son brought a hundred dollar bill that he got for his birthday. Yes, I know my my mother gave him a hundred dollar bill for his birthday. He took it down to Bradley's house and just left it there. He didn't have any concept of money. So, if you start them early, they don't have that concept. They don't tie. I've got to do this for money. They they tie. I've got to do this because this is just what has to be done. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. And the, I think that it's just a, a better explanation is needed that here's your allowance. Your allowance is here for, because I'm not going to be there with my credit card all the time to pay for your shit. This is how much money you have and you can, you are to manage it within this amount. Anything above that is, I'm sorry, that's it. That's all I got for you. But the, Like you said, it's yeah. to teach them about how to manage I money. I do. That's the way I look at it. And I think... Managing money is a very important skill. Yeah. Again. Totally. And honestly. Well, I mean. It's not a diploma. Would you consider, as an adult, and maybe I'm jumping ahead, would you consider balancing your checkbook a chore? It better not be. I'm sure that most would think it's a chore. I'm just saying strictly by the definition. Like it's a, it'd a necessary be, task, uh, not important to them. You know, the ATM says I got a hundred bucks. That's yeah, all I go by. Exactly. You know, totally I, forgot, I forgot that I wrote those checks or whatever. Yeah. That I've got some pending online bill pays. Yeah. That ATM said I have a lost art. It's a lost art. But uh, tying it back to us as parents in the year 2021. My question is, what chores, if any, can we give our kids today? And would they be effective to our end goal? Well, I, I think, so the issue I think we're, we have these days is it's everybody's so quick to pay somebody to do the hard stuff. Laying mulch. Okay. Pulling weeds. Trimming bushes. I'm all right with that because that's not you know the, what I'm saying. That's not the weekly necessary. You exactly. kind of touched on that earlier with hey, if the leaves are falling or the snow and yeah. ice, that's not a common task. So I, I feel you there. I I am a firm believer that with struggle with things that are difficult is where character is built. 
And don't get me wrong. I mean, hey, we should all be cleaning our rooms and doing our laundry and taking our garbage out. No one's judging you if you're not, but we should really be doing that stuff ourselves. I mean, but a lot of people don't because it's they, it's it's too much of a strain on them for whatever reason. But I can tell you most people don't pull the weeds out of their front garden or their front flower beds. They don't lay their own mulch. A lot of people don't even mow their grass. No. They can't they don't want to be troubled by it or they or no. it's too difficult or they're scared of it or whatever. But in doing those tasks, I think you learn a lot about yourself. You know, those are difficult tasks. There's there's a purifying nature to to struggling to do something and then accomplishing it. Huge I'm a huge fan of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's So so the, yeah. that's what we should I think that's what we're missing giving our kids to do these days. You know, we're we're not telling them to do the hard stuff. We're telling them to take your plate and go put it in the sink. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not telling them that, hey, you and dad are going to have, we're going to have to go out here and we're going to have to pull these weeds. We're going to have to pull them. You know, we got to lay this mulch. We got to spread it out. We're not doing that anymore. I mean, I don't do, I don't do that. I should. I'm just saying, I, I but I know uh, just from my childhood, I mean, that I would do that kind of stuff with my grandfather all the time. Now, don't get me wrong. My grandmother absolutely lost her shit on my grandfather one time because my grandfather had to do something up on the roof and she came home and I was up on the roof with my grandfather uh -oh. and I was six years old. Uh-oh. And I never, I don't think I'd ever seen my grandmother mad <laughs> until thought, that point. I've never seen her mad. And her. Uh, that was an interesting one. So um, within reason, you know, don't be a, don't be a dumbass, but not, not calling Papa a dumbass, but man, no. that was not no, his finest moment. <laughs> no, sir. Great man. Let's yeah. uh, brainstorm together and think of four. One, two, three, four. Mm. Four chores that we could present to our kids in 2021. Okay. Remembering they're not getting paid for these. Yep. We're going to keep allowance and chores separated. So first off, I think we are we going to say like 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds? Because it's, some of it is... With with age, there's there's a difference. That's true. You want to uh, you just want to say like twelve year olds capable we, body. We can keep it. We can keep it to within uh, ten year within our body. kids. Okay, ten and under. Ten and under. Ten and under. Let's go, our kids. Okay. Um. So my son's seven. Uh, I can. So I don't. If I say cleaning his room, is is that? considered one or is that a conglomerate of, of a bunch of them? Because it's kind of a conglomerate of, of a bunch of them. But I can lump it into one. We can do that. Cause the because child's because room those are basic, is, right? The child's room is where he basically lives, right? Yeah. So that's his little home within yeah. the home. So, so cleaning the room. That. Making and, the bed. Yeah, make you know, your bed. Laundry put into a hamper at least. At least. That's not asking too much. Garbage in throat. garbage can. Just you know, if you allow your kids to eat eat in their room, dishes back to kitchen. I, I mean, toys picked up. Yeah. That's not that much, right? Well, look, I put pick up toys as one of our four, too, because the toys venture away from yeah. the, the play yeah, area and away from the bedroom. And that's yeah. what I was talking about was I, my wife and I do not want to step on these things. Nope. Because they hurt. Yes, they do. And mom and daddy are older and they break easier. <laughs> Man, I'm out of my foot. 
Yep. <laughs> been stinging for a while. Skin on the bottom of your foot. <laughs> so we're going to go. Clean the room. Clean the room. Pick up toys. Pick up your toys. Mm-hmm. So 10 and under, 10 and under, 10 uh, and under. Um, I kind of like the one we talked about earlier about the organization skills about dishes. Mm-hmm. They can reach where those go. I would say so, yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to, I'd say dishes are, if nothing else, they can load a dishwasher, even if they're mm. short, you know, if they're smaller, you can hand stuff down to them. You know, so many kids these days are afraid to get their hands dirty. So, I mean, giving them dirty dishes sometimes will, like, toughen them up a little bit. All right. So, yeah, we'll go, we'll go dishes. Dishes. Um, I think I think my son could probably take some garbage out. You know, because he has a little garbage can in his bathroom and in his room. Right. Garbage. Garbage to outside garbage can. I like it because we'll I think that's I think that that's a, a building block for in the future taking big garbage big boy garbage mm-hmm. out to the big garbage can. And all four of these are perfect in in what we ultimately want um, as parents for our kids is at some point when they have the self realization that it is important to do these things um, and not a dad mm-hmm. a mother telling you to do it anymore. That's when they truly take ownership in these things. Absolutely. It, it Room, does. It, toys. Yeah. Dishes, trash. I mean, especially those top two. Yeah. Take ownership in your room, kids. Well, because you don't want your kids to say, oh, that's that's y'all's job. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the reaction that you'll get from daddy. <laughs> Remember. <laughs> okay. They're not getting paid for this, so we're yeah. trying to keep that three-letter word out of it. Not yep. a job. Yep. It's not a J-O-B. No. Take some ownership, kids. Absolutely. Uh, we'll leave you with this before we head into uh, the food court. I found five, the five most hated chores. Okay. By adults. Would you oh like boy. to guess? Um, by people our age. What laundry. Got to be number one. Laundry. Doing the laundry is number one. Yep. Because I. Survey says. Keep going. You're on a hot streak. Uh, I'll just... Uh, dishes. Dishes is number two. Um, number three's got to be garbage. Uh, garbage is not in the top five. Okay. Mowing the grass. Mowing the grass is not in the top five. Okay. You like to do the grass. I do, but I mean, I, I think some people don't. Um, uh, you have one more strike, or the other team gets a chance to vacuuming. Stay. Vacuum and sweeping is number four on the list. Shit. Um, vacuuming and sweeping. Kind that of was like. grouped together. Because, so like you said, so you what about some, dusting? Dusting did not make the list. Um, I'll tell you, number three was cleaning bathrooms. Oh gosh, that is bad. Because there's a lot that goes yeah. into that. There's yeah, you some want your scrubbing. Kids, you want your kids to build some character. Get them in there scrubbing them toilets. Now there is get the red, get the yellow rubber gloves out on your hands and knees. I remember a story of uh, my wife, bless her soul, for this. But uh, I never cleaned a bathroom. I think till this day, I've never by myself cleaned a bathroom. I've helped, uh, but uh, my first place that I lived 
she came over. I was like, hey, I cleaned up just for you. (laughs) Until I'm afraid of where this is going. until, Until the bathroom was cited as a miss. And she told me what it would take to clean said bathroom. And so I said, okay, let's do it. You tell me and I'll do it. And so start working on the toilet. I believe I poisoned myself. With this. <laughs> I, I turned a shade of purple and I was coughing and I could not stop. And so from that day forward, I said, hey, I'm allergic to cleaning the toilet. <laughs> so I've never done a bathroom fully. Oh, ever. my God. Uh, so it's that cleaning a bathroom is definitely on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then this is interesting. Number five was cooking slash grocery shopping. Which it can be annoying. I don't mind doing it. Yeah, we both like I, again. I just don't consider it a chore. So I mean, it's hard. It's hard for me to. I wouldn't. I would have never thought of that because I don't think of it as a chore. Mm-hmm. So those are good. That's a good yeah. list. Yeah. Just remember, um, it's it's easy for us as parents to just want to do it ourselves. It really is, but uh, we want to instill in our kids to, you know, get busy, take some ownership, take some pride especially in the rooms don't take the toys for granted your parents worked really hard to be able to afford those type of things so take some ownership pick them up save your parents some some pain and anguish but a good talk around chores yep i'm sure we'll hear some more about it leave some comments about some of your least favorite chores yeah we'll call those out for you but uh i hear it i hear it coming lay it on me it's time for another edition of the Food Court. Tell the people where we went this week. All right. We went to a um, a local restaurant. Uh, and this truly is, this this is a, a chef wife and husband, husband and wife, rather. Uh, they own uh, a restaurant called Five Senses. Um, you know, smell, sight, taste, all that kind of touch, all that. Um. It's a good little restaurant. They they serve a they have seasonal menus, uh, changes with the seasons, what's fresh kind of thing. Um, the the menu is we never really know what to expect honestly when we go there as far as what's on the menu. Uh, it's always prepared quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what did I have? I had uh, I had the salmon. And it, it was it was served with a uh, what is it a harissa harissa pepper sauce and a and a like a lemon dill sauce with some fried leeks on top. I don't know if I was a fan of, but we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, um, I had the uh, I had the sea bass. Yeah, little and, shiitake and that mushroom. Was, that was and you'll see here on the screen that it was a visually both of them were presented visually yes. very well yes sir and that uh that fish was cooked perfectly nice white flaky oh it, it literally it like melted I barely touched in your it. mouth yeah i mean that that's some fresh fish yeah that's really really fresh fish and you guys know us we're always going to jump into the apps so, oh, yeah. uh, you know, we saw the word pork belly, so we got one of those. Dang, I'm right. We have to. It's like a law. Pork belly app. And you yeah. had a... Uh, what was the... What was it called? We had the... 
What was it? I can't even remember the name of it now. I, I'd have to look it up. Um, moving on. We'll figure it. It'll come to me. Now I got to look it up. So yeah, let's talk about the Pork Belly app while I'm looking this up. All right. Because it's annoying me that I can't think. So of it. we've said appetizers are um, are really meant to be for the table to um, want you to want more. Mm-hmm. And I say they achieve that with the portion size. For a table of four of us, we were cutting it into fourths. The shrimp ceviche. There we have the shrimp ceviche appetizer. Boom. So, but yeah, um, other than the portion size of the app, my goodness, it was fantastic, perfectly yeah. cooked. Yeah. So yeah, the all right. So it was the pots, meats, pork belly, mm-hmm. and sriracha caramel. It was uh, squash, zucchini, cabbage, carrot, red onion, bell pepper, slaw, and lime oh, yeah. sesame. It was very good. A lot of thought in a very small good. app. It was very good. It, you know, as with a lot of pork belly dishes, they went with the sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very sweet. It had a little bit of a little something, little little punch there, you know, with the sriracha. I kind of liked it. The slaw was very well done. It wasn't over overly vinegary, but it was just enough to cut through that sweetness, you know? Yep. It's a good appetizer. The shrimp ceviche, I thought, was pretty good. I don't know that Newberry really liked it that much, so it was citrus, cucumber, tomato, shallot, avocado, mousse, cilantro, and jalapeno oil. I kind of question if it was all shrimp meat that was in there. I feel like there might have been, like, maybe some imitation crab or some, or some um, crawfish, even in there i thought it was pretty good now brad has never had ceviche to my knowledge am i right there nope so i'm not right or i you have you are correct okay but i tried it yeah so it's an acquired taste for sure but i mean if you like citrus i mean so it's it's like it's meat that's been cooked in citrus juice basically they just they marinate it in the citrus juice and the acidity from the citrus kind of cooks it a little bit it does cook it not just a little bit it does cook it but uh it was pretty good i enjoyed it it wasn't it wasn't the best ceviche i've ever had but i've had some pretty good ceviche so i'll trust you on that yeah so um and uh so just to kind of give a good description this the sea bass that bradley had Baby bok choy, roasted radishes, hoisin glaze, shiitake mushrooms, fried garlic, and ginger. Mm-hmm. And my salmon was fresh herb, lemon cream, poached squash, roasted red pepper, coulis, and fried leek. I love the combination of the fish and ginger. Oh, yeah. It's something that I probably wouldn't have thought about just making a fish dish on my own, but my goodness, that was so good. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Um I really, I wish, I mean, the the entrees to me felt like an appetizer portion because I really wanted more. Right. And I don't know if it was because it was so good okay, or if it was just because it was a smaller portion. Hey, well, let's just go ahead and get into the scoring then. Let's go for it. Hey, we, we talk about ambiance. Ambiance. On a scale of one being the lowest, five being the highest, what do you think? We're walking into this place, the lighting, the music, the yep. mood. So the ambiance of this place is, it's always kind of weird to me, kind of how this place is laid out. It's a little bit smaller of a restaurant. Um, 
kind of have an awkward wall in the middle in the random wall in the middle of the, the, the restaurant. Um, but all in all, I think it's, it's relaxing. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. that it's off putting. I wouldn't say that the music is crazy loud. There were a couple times that I thought that I was like, man, kind of getting kind of loud in here. Um, <laughs> and there's not many people. Yeah. It's not very big at all. Not yeah. So, I mean, I would, I guess I'd give it a three and a half. Yeah. I was going to go right in the middle at two and a half here. Um, nothing really stood out as wow. Yeah. The wall is kind of a little weird when you walk yeah. in, it's to the right. Yeah. I know what it's for. It's they're trying to separate one area from the yeah. other, but uh, a little awkward for me. I'm going to just give it meh right in the middle. Yeah. Two and a half. Yeah. We're going to round that up to three. Yep. That's for the official there. score. How about the cleanliness? I have nothing bad to say. No. It's going I'm going with the standard four. Yeah, four. All the way. It's you know? uh we didn't see anything that we nope. nothing gross. Didn't, yeah. Unexpected. Nothing gross. No. Menu options. So I We I've know got, they're seasonal. We yeah, know they're seasonal. Yeah, and, and I'll put this menu up so you guys can see it. It, it it's you know, though they're seasonal, they got they got some different stuff on here. Um they got salads, they got soups, they got fish, they got burgers, burger. they got steak, seafood. I'm, I can testify that the burger is fantastic. They have duck confit. They got some good... I mean, I think that they've got a pretty widespread as far as options there. Um, but with it being seasonal, that brings it back down a little bit for me. I'm going maybe... 3.5. All right. Uh, my gut reaction was three above mm-hmm. average. Um, knowing that it's seasonal, I don't want to hold that against them. Right. But uh, I don't want to get caught there taking a friend out and they're like, oh, man, what am I going to eat? Yeah. Like, you you know what to eat because you, you've been here before. Yeah. I don't want to be in that awkward exactly. spot. Exactly. Why did you take me here? Exactly. That's kind of the way we look at it is <laughs> yeah. if we brought somebody from out of town in there, could they find something to eat? You know, so. Food. And execution. So, as usual, in my opinion, there is there's obviously some food nerds in that kitchen because they do some pretty high level stuff and they do it really well. They don't they don't overly sauce stuff. You know, it's not drowning in sauce. There's a little bit of sauce there, but it's always that little bit that's that's making you want just a little bit more. I think they executed pretty dang well. As a matter of fact, I mean, I mean, fish can be very difficult just by itself, to just cook, by itself to prepare. And we had two fish dishes, yeah. And they, I thought they they did a flawless job there. So I'm, for that, I'm giving it a four. I thought the yeah. appetizers were were well executed as well, in my opinion. Here's what I say. I don't know if it's because I'm 6'2", 235. I wish, I wish the portion sizes were a little larger. Yeah. Even my wife mentioned that. Fair enough. And look, when my wife starts talking, you know what we say? Happy wife, happy life. So if, she, if she's complaining. Ain't nobody happy. <laughs> it makes me kind of sit up a little bit. Yeah, I could, I could uh, appreciate that. But I will, like we've said, the thoughtfulness... How it's prepared consistently every time because mm-hmm. we've been multiple times. Yep. I started you five senses at a five. Oh, wow. 
But uh, you know oh, what? Wow. But because of my wife speaking up to portion sizes and the uh, what's really for dinner type of joking around. Yeah, that that was actually said. It at was our said table. at the table. So where are we going after we? What are we going to eat after we leave here? Yeah, what's really for dinner yeah. after these apps we just mm-hmm. had? I'm bringing it down to a four, which is very good. I mean, Thank, look, it's I, very good food. Yeah. The chefs back there, amazing. We just we we're just two fatties that wanted no, no, more. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted more of that good stuff. That was really good. Four solid so, score. How about the service that was provided to our table? So look, I got I got a little bit of flack at the table because I'm a I'm a service guy. I, I like good mm-hmm. service. I don't like bad service. So the gentleman that was taking care of us clearly was from another part of the world. He's from a different country. He had a very thick accent. Christopher. Yeah, I'm assuming with that name we thought either he's Dutch or German or Mm -hmm. something of that nature. Polish, I don't know. Um, Was a little bit... It almost felt like it was his first night. Could have been. Uh, He did a but. This is my thing. He was really nervous, and he kind of we kind of poked a little bit of fun at him, and not directly to him, just kind of when he left a little bit, just about how he was not doing some things, but he did all the little things. <laughs> our glass, we never saw the bottom of our glass, and we always had bread. I've never seen so many butter knives on our. <laughs> oh, and we had silverware for days, folks. Um, I thought he did a great job. He may not have felt like he did a very good job. He just has to loosen up a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna give his give the service a three and a half. I was gonna give it a four. I mean, I'm not gonna hold where you're from against you. I'm not gonna hold if it was his first day against you or him. Um. I think he kind of loosened up a little bit whenever we proactively interacted with him. I think so too. Some of that was on us. Just like we talked about, just like we're talking about how do we make Valley view great again? Boom. Are we going to sit here and complain about it or is the dad code podcast going to step up and do something? Wow. So we felt a little on the fence there at dinner. Yeah. Blake and I say something silly. This guy loosens up a little bit. But at no point did he ever not provide us with services. Yes. It was just awkward interactions. But correct. I'm gonna you wanna bump him up to a four. I think Let's I can go t- four. I, I'm gonna give him a four. You've talked you sold it All to right. me there. All you right. sold it to me. Thank you, Five Senses, for having us. Absolutely. Five Senses. They also own a great steakhouse called Steakhouse Five. Very good. Um if y'all are ever in the middle Tennessee area, seek them out. They do they do a fantastic job. Yeah, they uh, they will accept reservations. They prefer reservations either by emailing them or call ahead. A little bit different. Go ahead and get a reservation. A little bit old school. Yeah. I don't hate it. But uh, what did we end up at? Yep. We have the judgment. The uh, Dad Code podcast scores the Five Senses restaurant 3.6. Strong score. Very strong score. It's a really strong score. Well, segment hot sauce review. My favorite time. Here we go. Here we go. You know what, man? I only have two. Uh Uh-oh. Well, never fear. Thanks to a great listener out there. 
our friend Matthew Parker, he has provided a box of International Hot Sauce Mystery, which I will reach into the box and grab one mystery International Hot Sauce from here on out. All right, the hot box. Oof. Reach into the hot box. All right, so while oh, you're reaching into the hot box. Well, first. Yeah, go, yeah, go ahead. We got to make sure you understand that the official chip Boom. of the hot sauce review here on the Dagco podcast is the CFA. Absolutely. Right there All right, so while you're Thank reaching you, in the box there, I'm going to introduce our first two con- contestants here. This is, um, it's called Legal Hot. Uh, hot, hot heat. Uh, made with Malagueta peppers. I don't know what that is. Never been opened. Still, a, still sealed here. We ha- and also look, we have another Siete product here that was sent to us by our friends at Siete. Thank you very much for this. We really appreciate all the love and support there. Also for the swag that you gave us. This is the jalapeno hot sauce. Let me tell you, I haven't had any of this yet, but look at this. Looks good. Like my mouth is watering just looking at it. So I can't wait. Can't wait to give this one a try. Well, guess so what who? did you reach into the hot box and grab here? Guess what we got. Oh, boy. Rio de Janeiro Carnival Habanero Hot Sauce. Hey, we haven't been burnt by Habanero Hot Sauce yet. Not yet. So, and before we get started, I'm interested. We've Now that we've gotten into these hot sauces, you know, you were in a very much a novice coming into this with hot sauces. What is your kind of, uh, how has your opinion changed of hot sauce 100%. I have found that just the name hot sauce doesn't mean burn the tongue. Hot sauces, to me, mean flavor. I have a a better appreciation for the word term hot sauce. It's not just about blowing you away. Yeah, absolutely. It's about that flavor, getting that palate going. All right, let's see here. Let's uh, let's start. We'll just go right to left here. Let's start with the legal hot, hot hot heat, mojo de pimenta. Nice. All right. I'll be eating all the chips, man. You eating this stuff? Thank you, Siete. I know he just can't put it down. No, just can't put it down. No, no. Never. And hey, we we just found out that there is a whole nother side to Siete that we got to start in you know hey. investigating here. We we learned about some wedding cookies. Oh my goodness! You what too we- can follow the Siete family foods on Twitter, and you can even pick up the Dad Code podcast. Yeah, they got a, they've got some good recipes on there, man. A lot mm. of good recipes. Mm-mm-mm. Oh boy, that gives me a little concern there. <laughs> that, little, oh. that little sniff I just took. My my nose was stopped up. All right, I don't know how this is gonna come out. Well, all right, here we go. Who Bottoms is? up. <laughs> Man, <laughs> this one's horrible. That is the worst tasting. <laughs> I thought it was just me. I'm like, man. That is horrible. That's terrible. What is it in there that they're trying to make it so hot? That, I, it's, this one is an example of they're trying to make it so hot it don't even taste good. What is that? It's just bitter. 
It's got to be this Malagueta pepper. Malagueta pepper pulp. All right. Well, Malagueta right. out of here. That was terrible. And now it was hot. I thought it was just me, but... That had some heat. That had some heat. All right, let's move into... All right. That was a product of Brazil as well, by the way. Uh, that was terrible. We love you, Brazil. Yeah, but... But... Uh, you need to kick this hot sauce brand out of the country, though. Yeah. All right, here we go. Jalapeno Siete hot sauce. Good Lord. Let's see here. A lot of good... Uh, Good looking at ingredients there. Pumpkin seeds. Got some pepitas in there. All right. Let's see here. I'm going to give this. Oh, that came out fast. Here we go. Hurry up. I'm about to leak everywhere. All right. Here we go. Oh, my God. Dude, that is delicious. I want to drink this. That is so good. It's almost creamy. I wish you would have started with this one. <laughs> I still have that taste of Brazil in my mouth. You know, hey, get you another chip. Get you some more here. He's trying to... Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Flavor. I don't care that it burns the roof of my mouth off. What, do you want that... Yeah. Here, you take take this one. I'll get another one. We had to take two of these and make up for a terrible one. Oh my god, that's so good, good. job, CT. That's so freaking good. Where have you been, my whole I, life? I like it better than the original. I don't I know. Have- I don't know if that's a popular take. From your brand, but I, I do. Yeah, that's... I like this one. I really like the Chipotle, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's probably right there together with me for those for that brand. But that right there... I think just about anybody could eat that. Now, if they have that... But it, what, it's in, what else is in here? Is there... If you like kind of that tomatillo, kind of that crispy flavor you get there with the jalapeno... If you like the flavor of tomatillo, you'll really like that. Like I said, it's almost creamy. Mm-hmm. All right, now if I can get this, I don't know what we're getting ourselves into here. Ooh, this is from the hot box. It, it really concerns me that this is in such a small bottle. Okay. Are they all in these small bottles? They are. All right, well, that, that makes you, me feel a little better. Thank you, Parker, for... Uh, yeah, get us some chips out there. All right, here we go. Good shake up. Rio de Janeiro Carnival Habanero Hot Sauce. Break that. Chip. Okay. Okay. Jesus, let me get some. In. Your chip is like so tiny. Let me get a. Holy oh. F. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'll grab right. another chip presented by Siete. I had to go early there. Thank you. It's a really good taste. There's a smoky taste. It's there. still coming. Mm-hmm. 
little bit of heat, not a lot. But that's a very smoky, vinegary, smoky. It's almost like a hot, vinegary bar- barbecue sauce. I think it's, it's not bad, though. Is 1,000% better than the first one. Yeah, like, sometimes when you get these packages like that, sometimes it's just a bunch of shit. Oh, I could tell. You you had no expectation. No, I, I did not. I was a little worried, but then I smelled it. I was like, okay. That was, right. that was really good. It's I really got some, a lot of really good smokiness in there. It's pretty vinegary. Look, maybe a little bit more vinegary than I like. It's somewhere between a barbecue sauce and Tabasco, I'd say. Yeah, I'll but I'd say it's probably a little more vinegary than Tabasco. pleasantly surprised. Um, easy to go down, and then you mm-hmm. get the blast. Mm-hmm. You get that flavorful coming back up. Yeah, it's a Real, and it's just it's really a good. it's just a gradual slow building of some heat, and it's not a ton of heat. Uh, Boy, right. habanero coming through again really i'm good. shocked i i've always thought that habaneros were like supposed to be fire all right let's really rate good. these things real quick here I think so we're we gonna be the same up. we're gonna be the same yeah number one for me siete one thousand percent number one we'll go yep, yep. number one over here yep, yep, yep. just as far as that one over yeah, there we'll pretty go close to the one yeah that's where it's gonna be for me right here's there. number one i keep eating the chips absolutely but anyways there's a that's a review but uh yeah, man. Another good podcast here, I think, in the books, huh? Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Um, just remember, it's our duty as parents not to make the word chore be negative. Yep. Do not pay your kids for chores. Nope. If you want to give them allowances, make that separate. Yeah. Make it separate. Do you have any final thoughts? I don't. You know, guys, just... Um, I'm going to give a quote you, to end. Oh, nice. Before just, you plug. Just, you just got to pay attention with your kids and you just got to get them started early. The, the, the smaller, you know, the earlier you start, the smaller the task can be so that they can build off of that good habit that you're building. And men, no woman has ever started an argument with a man while he was dusting, vacuuming, or washing the dishes. Fantastic. Thank you for joining us on the dad co presents absolutely podcast number nine absolutely you guys check us out on twitter the underscore dad underscore code on instagram at the dad code podcast facebook at the dad code email us with any questions concerns comments any topics you want to talk to us about or if you just want to tell us how terrible we are at our jobs or and how ugly we are it's fine with us the dad code podcast at gmail.com thank you cia absolutely you guys be well